Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. All right. The Girl in the Locked Room, A Ghost Story, Chapter 5. The foreman of Dad's crew and two of his assistants arrive just after breakfast. They spread out plans on the kitchen table and begin talking about the morning's work. Dad looked at Mom. Why don't you and Jules go for a walk? Maybe you'll find that stream and we'll have a picnic there. Mom turned to me with a smile, and we left Dad to pour over his plans with his crew. Mom turned to me with a smile, and we left... Oh, I just read that. Sorry, you guys. (laughs) Derpeter. Not sure where we wanted to go. Not sure where we wanted to go. We wandered across the field and found a narrow path that led downhill through a field of wildflowers. At the bottom of the hill, Mom stopped and listened. I listen. I hear water running, a creek or a stream. Let's find it. We ran through the weeds and ducked under the branches of a willow tree. A shallow stream, almost wide enough to be a river, ran past. Mom kicked off her sandals and splashed into the water near the bank. The water was so clear I could have counted the stones on the sandy bottom. Mom held her hand out to me. Come on, Jules. The water's a little cold, but it's only ankle deep here. When I hesitated, she laughed and kicked water at me. Stop it, I drew back. Come out there. Look, she pointed at the school of minnows swimming past. And water striders. Their official name is Jaraday, I told her. Where on earth did you learn that? Last year from my sixth grade science teacher. Mom laughed. Well, I'm going to have to call them water striders. It suits them better. She leaned over and watched the insects move across the stream. Stream surface. Garaday indeed. Suddenly, she grabbed my hands and pulled me into the water. Mom, I shouted, I have my shoes on. They're rubber flip-flops. It's not going to hurt them to get them wet. And it won't hurt you either. The stones are slippery and I'm going to fall. Ah, goodness, Jules, don't be such a scaredy cat, my mom said. Mom took my hand and led me deeper into the water. I wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I'd feared. Sunlight splashed down through the, through the willow leaves. Minnows darted around us, their silver bellies flashing as they turned, and the Jaraday walked in circles on the still water near the shore. If I slipped and fell, I'd get wet, but I wouldn't drown. The day was so hot, it might even feel nice. Mom smiled. It's fun, right? I laughed and splashed her. She splashed me. I splashed back. By the time we hauled ourselves out of the stream, our jeans were soaked to our hips and we were laughing so hard that we could hardly walk. Let's bring dad next time, mom said. It's the perfect spot for a picnic. It was perfect. Almost too perfect. I had imagined a place like this and here it was exactly like I'd pictured it. The stream, the willow tree, the field. I felt as if I'd waited in that stream before. Watched the Jaraday and the minnows, seen the sunshine through the willow leaves. When a rabbit hopped into sight, I knew he'd disappear into the thicket of honeysuckle. I had this feeling often. I'd ride my bike past a house, and I think I'd seen it before, even though I'd never even been on that road. Sometimes I'd be taking, talking to somebody and knowing what she'd say next. 
I asked mom about it once and she told me that the experience is called deja vu. French for already seen. She had it too. Almost everyone did. By the time this sensation was strong enough to make me uneasy, but this time the sensation was strong enough to make me uneasy, turning to mom, I asked, does this place seem familiar to you? She looked around, talking, talking in the willow tree, oh, taking in the willow tree, the stream, the fields rolling towards the mountains. It reminds me of a park in Ohio that we picnicked. The field, that stream, the trees, very familiar. No mountains, though, she laughed. It was definitely a different place. We've never been here before. I looked around and shook my head. I don't remember picnics in Ohio. Well, you were only two or three years old. Too little to remember, but it's probably imprinted in your memory. Mom mom flipped down on her back and patted the ground beside her. Let's lie here for a while and let the sun dry our clothes. I lie and watch the clouds float across the sky like a flock of sheep wandering across the wild blue fields. Birds sang, leaves blew in the breeze. I let my mind drift with the clouds. While I lay there, I had a strange feeling that somebody had joined mom and me. Turning my head, I saw a little girl sitting near me, her face hidden by a long yellow hair. She wore an old-fashioned dress and a doll with a china head lie beside her. The girl was weaving a chain of clover blossoms, her fingers quick and deft as she tied the stems together. She sang too softly for me to hear the words, but the tune was familiar. Suddenly she turned her head and looked at me. She opened her mouth as if to speak, but the woman, but a woman called, Come along, darling, it's time to go home. The girl turned towards her mother and headed up, held up the clover chain and laughed. Look what I've made for you, mama, a crown. Before I had a chance to ask who she was, the girl vanished just like that. She was here and then she wasn't. I jumped up to see where she'd gone. I saw no tree close enough for her to hide behind. Not a ripple in the grass betray, betrayed her hiding place. Where are you? I called. Come back. Mom opened her eyes. Who are you talking to, Jules? She looked around the empty field. Is someone here? A girl was sitting right there. I pointed to a spot a few feet away. She was making a clover chain. I thought she was about to tell me something, but her mom called and she disappeared. Mom shook her head. You must have been dreaming, Jules. No, she was right here. I pointed again, just in case mom had looked at the wrong place. Where is she now, Mom said. People don't just disappear into thin air. I I know, I know, Mom, but listen to me. I saw her. I even heard her tell her mom she made a clover chain for her. I stared at the place where the girl had sat. I had not been sleeping. I hadn't been dreaming. She'd been there, and I'd seen her. Mom held my face close to hers and stared into my eyes. Jules, ah, you always have vivid dreams, Mom said. I remember one particular night, particularly a nightmare. You claimed it really happened. What are you talking about? Mom leaned back on her hands and smiled. You must have been four or five. We were living in Vermont at the time. Your father had been, had been hired to turn a barn into a house and a studio for an artist. We were staying at an old house and an old farmhouse on the property. Almost every single night, you'd climb into bed with Dad and me, crying and shivering and scared. There was an old woman in your room, you'd claim, sitting in the rocking chair by your bed. The moon shone through the window and lit her white hair, but hid her face in the shadows. She was, the, she was knitting a sweater. You heard her needles click and clack. You heard the chair creak. As soon as the sweater is finished, she told you, I'm going to put it on you and take you away with me. No, you'd cry no, and she'd cackle and jump out of bed and run, and you'd run, 
you'd run to our room crying and screaming. I stared at mom. I don't remember that. Mom laughed. Well, I do. You woke us up night after night. The sweater was getting bigger, you said. Soon it would fit you and she'd take you away. Oh my God, that's actually really scary, huh? Yeah. And she'd take you away. We told you it was just a dream, but then you said she was a real witch. Your dad and I took you to your room and showed you the empty rocking chair, but you said that she was in the corner hiding in the shadows or under your bed or in the closet. We turned on the lights and no one was there, but you still, still insisted she was real. While mom talked, an image of a woman popped into my head. She sat by my bed knitting a sweater. The moon lit her hair, but not her face. Every night the sweater was bigger. <gasps> Aha, mom said, you do remember. I nodded slowly. She was going to take me away. I'd never see you again. I was so scared. But now, mom said, you knew the old woman was a dream. She wasn't real, just like the girl in the field. No, I thought not like the girl in the field. When I saw the girl in the field, I was wide awake and I wasn't scared. You were a fearful child with a big imagination, Mom went on. It's no wonder you had bad dreams. I didn't want to spoil the day with an argument with Mom, but no matter what she said, the girl had not been a dream. Certainly not a bad dream. Perhaps in the house, Mom mused. I know it scares you. Oh, perhaps it's the house, Mom said. I know it scares you. Maybe it unsettles your mind the people that you saw last night the girl today maybe they're manifestations of your anxiety i ignored mom she loves probing into her character fictional minds and to uncover her, her their motives for doing things well i was real not fictional and i don't like to attempt i don't like her attempts to analyze me when she, while she talked i watched a summer breeze race across the fields rippling the weeds trees bent to and fro leaves sighed and rust sighed and rustled for a moment i glimpsed the flutter of a white dress in the woods but it was gone too quickly for me to be sure that it was a girl mom got to her feet let's go home must be lunchtime i walked behind her dragging my feet unsure what to believe mom was right about one thing the girl had vanished too quickly what if people I had seen were ghosts, I thought. The thought stopped me in the middle of my path. I'd come to the edge of the woods and I shivered in the shade. But how could that be true? Ghosts don't appear in the daytime. They come at night, moaning and wailing, maybe even rattling chains. They might walk across the field at dusk, but they don't sit in sunny fields making clover chains, at least not in the stories that I'd read. Ghosts are transparent. You can see through them, and they can walk through walls. But both the family and the girl were solid. I thought that they were real people. I folded my arms tightly across my chest and shivered again. I hadn't been scared when I saw the girl, but I was scared now. I'd read enough about ghost stories to know that, that the dead sometimes linger to seek help from the living or atone for a crime. She'd seemed like an ordinary little girl, but she'd probably been dead for a long time, which means she was far from ordinary, possibly dangerous. But no, I'd looked into her face and seen nothing to fear. Surely she'd committed no crime. That left help. This help is help what she wanted from me? How was I able to help a ghost? That's so cool. If I could have one power, I would be able, it, it would be to talk to ghosts and see them, like to be able to, communicate with them and then if I had a second power I would have it be to be able to read people's minds but I think that that would actually 
Yeah? I was just thinking reading minds. Really? No way. You know what the only thing that sucks about if you could read minds what people think? Mm. I think my feelings would always be hurt because you would know the mean things that they think about you. Mm. Right? Because people always think, like, crappy things, huh? But I, whatever, I still want to know. I don't know if I'd have any friends, though, because I would, like. Let's see if we have, if we think, like, okay, we're going to clap. Three, two, one. No. (laughs) We have to clap once, okay? Just. Well, you said three, two, one, and then clap. Sorry if that was loud, you guys. Hold on. No. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. I think, okay, I'm going to think something, and you're going to tell me what I'm thinking. Hold on one sec. You have to tell me two details. Well, no, then you can't read my mind. No, like, like, like one detail, like an animal or something. Mm-mm. I'm not going to give you details. Come on. Okay, Okay, I'm thinking, nope, I'm not going to give you, I already, I started thinking of it, so, I am thinking of something right now, what is it? Hold on, I'm thinking, okay, uh, the chicks? Nope, I was thinking of Callahan, Ah. close though, you said animal, and I was like, oh dang girl, she be reading my mind, (laughs) all right, bye bye. They both start with a C, so... That's true. Ah, you were so close.